0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this new episode. Today, we're doing things a little differently, and we thought uh, it's time for a q and a session because I have, you know, gathered quite a list of questions that um people send me and in in messages, but also, in my in my group, in my Facebook group, uh, by the way, if you're not a member yet, go ahead and search us and join us, uh, Thriving Digital Nomad Families. It's a vibrant community. And if you are planning to become a digital nomad family, this is definitely the place to hang out with. We have cool guys and we have a lot of knowledge in there. And as you may, might know, community is key if you want to actually... Mm, yeah join a movement like this one and in in general in life like other people um you can learn so much from their questions from their inspiring stories so yeah make sure and go ahead you find us on on facebook join us and now let's dive into our q a session today on the digital nomad mom podcast so what i want to cover first uh, I have here a list of, of questions and we'll talk about education, travel insurance, taxes, visa options and last but not least, couple time as a digital nomad family. So I'm going to start with kids education because if you are a parent, this was, this probably is your... Number one worry and priority when it comes to making a decision. Um, Either you are planning to become a digital nomad family, or you're already out there traveling and trying testing the waters. Or even if you have traveled for quite some some time, education is always on your mind when it comes to um, yes, making a a good life for your for your kids possible, right? And so. A lot of people ask me so what do you actually do and what do you suggest and uh, what's your take on on educating your kids and now I have to for full transparency um, and if you followed along you already know that my kids are still uh, fairly young so I have a two-year-old and I have a four-year-old so both boys are still in play mode and we're happy the way it is at the moment so I'm you know, we have play groups for them. We have a nanny that helps us, and we we do date as much as possible other other families with with like um you know, with same age uh, children. So there's a lot going on in, for us that way, but we've definitely thought about education that's on our mind since ever actually since we started this um, journey of being parents. Because, um, as you also might know, I have been a digital nomad since 10 years. Like, I started in in 2011, and when the question popped up more frequently between me and my partner, will we ever have kids or not, this was one of the major issues um, and struggles we had in our head. Like, we had this limiting belief around it that our kids eventually we will have to settle down so that our kids can go to school and now being a parent and being in into the digital nomad lifestyle for such a long time i can definitely tell you that this is not a limitation uh, in fact there are so wonderful so many wonderful options out there that you can choose for for your for your family and your kids like for example my favorite one and i'm i'm convinced right now this might change but at the moment we are uh, going to or we decided we are going to uh, world school our kids which means basically to you know use the world as their classroom and every situation every person can be teacher every yeah every situation is a is a learning uh, platform and a possibility for the kids to to learn something new. And if you as a parent are open towards this and create situations and environments where, where they have the time to play and learn at the same time, then I find this is the ideal um, way of doing so at least in the, in the beginning, in the, in the first years. And, um, and then I, I think that, you know, finding locations where other world schooling families live and and connect and and where they are even around the world there um world schooling uh places like hubs and and centers popping up and and showing up on the map so this is something also that we are now eyeing more and more so next year when my my eldest will turn five we will Move probably to to Costa Rica for 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 some time, not really moving like you know what I mean. Like our next move will be to Costa Rica and stay there for a period of time and um, join one of their um, uh, their uh, their schools there. And, um, what is really close to us is also Bali, and we sometimes even think about going there for uh, for a while. There's a green school that that is really popular uh, amongst digital nomad families. so there's there's plenty of options. Um, world schooling, unschooling. there's the online school, Galileo, that I'm sure you've heard of, um, which is for i I believe they they take on new students at the age of seven or eight so we still have a little bit of time until we can enroll our sons but that is something also that i i can clearly see for us as a solution so yeah always look what suits your case best also what your child's needs are obviously um or maybe you 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 travel to places where the local Uh, school system is open enough and you can enroll for a term or you know if you if you like the Montessori approach for example you say okay let's find out where they are um, around the world then this is something you could do your uh, travel planning accordingly right it's not it's not all about sightseeing anymore when you have kids it's actually the other way around it's about how to to meet their needs, how to find playmates, how to find, like I said, schools or educational opportunities. Um, But yeah, don't limit yourself to the classical, traditional way of sending your kids to your home country school. And... Next question that often pops up is uh, what to do with health health insurance. Um, is a travel insurance enough, and what should I do? I clearly say that um, this this is also depends on each each case, obviously. But uh, your your home country's health insurance option will not serve you when you are out there and doing the nomad lifestyle for more than um for long term like for un uh or even unlimited time in in my case I I traveled the first year I was still registered in Germany I still had my travel insurance there um sorry my health insurance there which I only bought um you know an extra bonus on top of travel long-term insurance but then after one year also um I, I I came to this point where i just reached a limit and um and that is that's the major obstacle when you when it comes to your home country's health insurance so you need to look out for those uh companies that are set up for digital nomads and our favorite is safety wing because they are um that's a that's a company that is made by digital nomads for digital nomads and they are so flexible they uh it's just great well we sign up whenever we you know we signed up when we um whenever we leave uh, germany because sometimes we visit our um, um our parents and then obviously um inside the home country they don't don't cover you but as soon as we we leave the country again you can just within minutes, get the confirmation. And that's what I really like. You're very flexible and um, it's also affordable. And um, we as a family, I think we pay, now that my my partner is is older than 40 years old, he pays a little more. But before it was, let me, I want to say 70 US dollars a month for everyone because our two kids are included. Each, each parent gets one for free on top. Um, so, so yeah, check them out safety wing. And then the other option is world nomads. Uh, I haven't personally used them, but friends of ours, uh, they really like them too. Um, and then yes, one of my least favorite topics, but very popular question that always pops up is what to do with taxes and, uh, to be honest, it is a headache topic for me as well, but not not because it's so complex. I mean, it is complex, but I'm also not a numbers person, to be honest. So um, I'd rather not talk about it, but I will cover it today briefly. Um, I do have my onlas- online course launching soon, and I have dedicated a an entire module, sorry, a lecture in this course because I know how necessary it is for people to know and understand this. And for today's podcast, I I just can let you know that, you know, staying registered in your own home country obviously makes you, um, makes the tax situation, uh, uh, yeah, well, on the one hand, easier, on the other hand, a little bit more complex, because if you s- stay registered, uh, that means by law, you have to pay taxes in your home country. At the same time, if you stay out of your country more than 180 days, uh, you actually pay taxes somewhere else, like where? where is the center of your, of your center of living, but at the same time you're a digital nomad so you don't have a center of living right so you move constantly and if you move more like within the realms of three months which most tourist visas allow you to stay then this means that you are you're in a gray zone and only slowly but surely um the law catches up but So for the past decade, I was always hearing, if you move every three months, you don't pay anywhere your taxes. I played it safe and always paid taxes in Germany. I thought, no, I'm not going to risk it, you know. But I know of many models, uh, business models that people come up with registering a company in Hong Kong or panama or wherever you know there are so many tax beneficial uh, places for if you have a if you run a company and then since you're moving you don't you don't pay taxes and um like i said in my course I, I covered this in more depth but i just wanted to touch base uh touch up on this this topic real quick and tell you that there are ways and solutions i just now uh this year registered in an llc in the united states for me as not being a uh, US citizen and not living in Germany either uh, this means also a huge tax benefit um, another thing is obviously visa options and this also depends on where you come from but there are, there are some country that, countries that have opened up now the, the options and make it easier for us who work around the world like work online and, and travel around the world and um, just yeah, to name a few, Indonesia with Bali being one of the hot hotspots of digital nomads. That's one. Um, I think they have now passed it and and passed the law and said now this is the new or they're going to do this, release this new visa in um, in in the fall I'm not sure like October I think uh 2021 and then Thailand makes it really really easy for people to stay long term when they have an online business and um now even you know exotic places like the Bahamas or um who else is good? Oh, yeah, of course, always look and, and uh, look into Estonia and, um, yeah, so on. I mean, that's what I want to say is it's easier than you think. There are more options than you think. And if you want to, you know, just do the, the travel thing, you don't even need to look into those long-term visas. But we have now come into, you know, we, we did a lot of, many years of, I'm not saying rushing, but it feels now that I look back, it feels like we rushed through countries always, you know, thinking, oh, we only have three months. Okay, let's, let's get the most out of it. But now we look in, uh, yeah, more into the options of staying long-term, meaning for me, long-term is staying more than three months up to, up to, you know, Around average six months, uh, which for some people is still really short. But um, yeah, before we sometimes even change locations after a week. Um, And then last question, my last question that I want to talk about today is actually couple time. So what do you do to make this work, this lifestyle? And it's very interesting because when you when you're at home and dreaming about this dream life, you know, traveling together with your family, you might not even think about that this part could become a challenge. But I'm telling you, being together 24-7, and then most couples I know, they even work together on their online businesses together, and we did in the beginning too. Um, So this is a whole new scenario, and this is something that you need to be aware of if you're just starting out or if you're uh, planning towards it, then be prepared and and make sure that you plan for me time and and, uh, even a a few days alone, trips alone. That is really key to actually keep your relationship healthy, keeping the spark. And we also introduced um, date night into our relationship because we, you know, we had to really make make it a a point and a mission to not lose ourselves in this always being together. We enjoy it. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't, wouldn't be doing it for now more than a decade. That's sure. But at the same time, it's really, really crucial that you always keep constantly, consciously this relationship on its, on its pestle, pedal, pestle, you know, where you, where you, um, look at it um, as a as a relationship and not only looking at it uh, from the perspective Oh, we have to organize travel our next travel plans we have to organize finances how to you know make the the income to to sustain the 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 lifestyle and obviously who takes care of the kids now and how do we do this there's so many things you need to uh, think about but once you have figured out what to do and have a plan and you know, That's the reason why I'm creating this course as we speak, and I'm so excited that we're going to launch this in mid October. So, um, well, since I'm now at the end of almost the end of the of the podcast, I can also spill the beans a little bit and just let you know that in mid October, that Life by Design, my online course, will launch, and I'll be taking on a limited amount of new students into a completely new online course. Um, and along with a mastermind group. So if you'd like to get on the early bird waiting list uh, and join the course, you can do that by um, yeah typing in www.lifebydesignonlinecourse.com slash early hyphen access. Um, that's lifebydesignonlinecourseeverythingtogether.com slash early hyphen access access so this way you get uh, a seat on the early bird wait list and then you will get to know when my my course launches and it is basically a guide and a you know a hands-on how you can create your your digital normal lifestyle and what to do which step comes first and it covers all the all the um, all the questions, but I would, won't give away too much. We're still far away from it. So um, this was my Q&A, se- Q&A session for today. I hope it was helpful. Please reach out if you have more questions. I'm happy to do another round in a few weeks or months time ahead from now. And yes, as always, um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Please leave your review, subscribe to if, to it if you haven't done so, and share it with a friend when, if you think that um, this is useful information that I'm sharing here. All right, stay tuned and talk to you soon. Bye.